It's kid, baby. What? What is? Ugh. What's his actual name? That's what he does when he doesn't want to. I was uh, weirdly. I was just looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> like. So some states allow you to put nicknames on the ballot. Oh. Like the law says that like the name that you are most commonly known by. Yeah. Uh, well, did he legally change his name to Kid Rock? I wouldn't put that past him. I also wouldn't put that past him. Robert James Ritchie. Robbie Robert. Ritchie. Robbie Rich. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would I would guess that the ballot would say Robert Kid Rock Ritchie or something like <laughs> yeah. that. RJ Ritchie. It's Rob, baby. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. Not that it's kid, baby, works either. But. You're right. Yeah, no. But you expect kid to do things that don't quite work. Rob, you expect more from him. I literally never knew it's kid, baby, was a thing until <laughs> I read an interview with, I think it was POS, talking about how him and his friends would make fun of Kid Rock. <laughs> I mean... That makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, I guess basically what it is is at live performances when Kid Rock is doing uh, Bawitaba, as it's contractually <laughs> obligated to do. Bawitaba. Even, even though I'm sure it pains him on the inside. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he hates being Kid Rock. <laughs> well, on Yeah, some what are you level. talking about? Pains him on the inside. What, uh, what level of oh, self-consciousness... That's a fair point. Yeah, you think he's, like, super self-aware and constantly learning? I mean, I guess he probably... I'm just saying there's a possibility that, like, after every show he looks in the mirror, it's like, what are you doing? He's probably mad that he, like, wrote it so, like, not country-ish. Yeah. Like, he probably wants it to be countryer. Yeah, now. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, he... What happens is, like, when he doesn't want to scream the word kid for, like, 13 straight seconds, he'll start screaming it and then just say, it's kid, baby. (laughs) Kid rock. (laughs) We might have talked about this before. I believe I, we have, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how could we not have? Right. Really is the question. Uh, great. Um, he is in a, a, a complete crazy person that I honestly think that he started this I might run for the United States Senate thing. Yeah. Like, he didn't start it. Like, the label or a publicist right. did or whatever. And now I think he might not know whether or not he's serious. Like, he doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he's been starting his shows with, like, bringing up a podium, uh-huh. like, at the front of the stage and then playing Hail to the Chief. Uh-huh. Which and isn't, just, I mean, that's not, yeah. that's not a, the, isn't <coughs> and then, like a Senate song? <laughs> and then he just rants for ten minutes okay. about how, like. Ten minutes? Yeah. <sighs> yes, it is for a long time. That's He rants much. for, he's giving a stump speech. Right. Uh, and the stump speech seems to involve uh, America. Yeah. Um, how much he likes it. Yep. Uh, how much other people should like it as much as he does. Yep. Um, how he's totally okay with gay people uh-huh. and thinks that, that he's happy that they can get married. Uh-huh. As long as they're as long as as long as in exchange for that, God will strike down all of the trans people in the world. Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a very like he's chosen very weird cutoff lines yeah. for how for how far he can go on this. Yeah. I don't um, know what his uh, concert sales are. Slash album sales. So he... Is that accurate polling? (laughs) He's... Like, they they opened, like, a giant new arena in Detroit, Mm -hmm. uh, like, last week or something like that, this week. And he is the... uh, He's, like, the first five shows there or something like that. Oh. Or maybe... 50 minutes of stump speech. Yeah. uh, 
But uh, so one, people are outside protesting every night. Sure. And two, reactions are mixed to whatever he's doing in there. Uh, <laughs> Is he going to release an album that's just called "Yes, I'm Running for Senate"? <laughs> probably. Um, uh, or Kid Rock 2018 or whatever. Would yeah. that be the name of the album? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it's it, it, from what I read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bunch of people that are like, this is the most amazing thing that I've ever seen. Finally, a, a musical artist that understands how to talk about how they love America sure. instead of play music. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, it ranges from that to, oh, my God, Kid Rock's career is over. What is he doing? <laughs> as long as I can get a lawn sign that just says it's Kid Baby with an American flag design behind it, I'm on board. I mean, without this... His career would have to be flagging anyway, right? I, I don't mean, know. Like, I, it, like, so everybody's acting like his career was still going strong. Right. I think it was going well enough. But, like, like he could yeah. Keep the lights I, on. But I'm sort of with you. I can't, like, I can't really. It's been a while. I can't really believe that. Yeah. He, no, that was stained. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Well, he did a. Uh, it's stained, baby. <laughs> God damn it. He might be one of those artists where, like, uh, some other country, for whatever reason, is like obsessed with him. It seems very unlikely. I'm just saying, unless, like, unless that other country is the Confederate States of America. I'm just saying, like, there's. A, I just feel like this is the kind of thing where, like, I don't know, some random subculture in like Scandinavia or like East Asia would be like, haha, the yelling cowboy man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see, I can see them marketing him in Japan as yelling American <laughs> cowboy man. Sure. He did always sort of seem like the kind of pastiche that Japan would have produced would on assume, its own anyway. Would have, like, yeah. assume is American yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. The, like, I think, that, I think that if you have limited exposure to the media products mm-hmm. of this country, yes. uh, there, are, there are certain cultures around the world that would assume that we are all just kid rock. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know that I'm comfortable with that. Huh? I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> I know that I'm not. I mean, <laughs> even even if like I, even if this whole politics thing hadn't happened, and we only had his initial bull got in to work with, yeah, I still I was, wouldn't want to be associated with his hats. Uh, oh, sure, <laughs> yeah, and I still haven't figured out why he's the bull god. <laughs> Is he? I think he had a song about it. I mean, he wrote a song entitled "I Am the Bull God." Huh? Yeah. And then there were other words in there. I'm sure there's an explanation. I believe the next line was, I am free. Oh, well, there you go. That's a lot oh, of his I guess later, that's, there's your explanation. That's a lot of his later output is If you're free to that. be a bull god, then uh, why don't you do it? It's a great point. That's do you, a, do like, you not love America? Enough to. The country that gives you the freedom to be a bull god? <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean, I guess this nation has treated me quite well. <laughs> isn't that, like, isn't it going to kind of rub up against... Like, more of what would assume you'd be his targeted base if he's, like, uh, being idolatrous of himself. Like, I am the Bulgan. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a weird thing. I, I do not understand why, uh, I, I mean, I guess our president is a rapist. Like, sure. a self-admitted rapist. Sure. And the family values folks still I mean, showed up and voted for him. certainly standards have been obscured. So, so maybe somehow he gets away yeah. with just being, like... Let the record show that was a Coca-Cola classic. That's right. And not America's a beer. This is not how Bad Cast Nights. 
I was born free. I probably bam, shouldn't have specified Coca-Cola before they agreed to sponsor born this podcast. Free. Oh, there was money. We'll just send him an invoice. What is that? That is a Kid Rock song that oh. I don't know the words to. <laughs> <laughs> right. We in the night to That's my impression of that Kid Rock song. Um. All right. Didn't he write a song that was about the song Sweet Home Alabama, but also the music was Sweet Home Alabama? Uh, The music was... Okay. The music was like a weird combination of Sweet Home Alabama and Werewolves of London. (laughs) And yeah, then the song was about like, it's summertime and we're drinking on the dock. America's great. Listen to Sweet Home Alabama song. (laughs) It's terrible. What the hell? Does he continue? Uh, does he propagate the like swipe at Neil Young in the middle of that song? Ooh, which is weird because like they're like a oh, stupid hippie Neil Young. Let's make sure that the rest of the song is about how we're anti segregation though. <laughs> like that's just, that's like such a weird thing. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. We're anti segregation. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just the theme song now. Huh? This is you doing that stupid clap every time. Uh, I mean, yeah. I like that you feel the need to move the clap around, <laughs> too. Like, yeah. like people are going to yeah. hear that. Yeah. Listeners might not realize that Mike has a little choreogra- choreographed clap sequence. Uh, heavily choreographed. Heavily. He practices at home, I'm sure. It is exactly the same every time. With, of course, the exception of the anti-segregation clap, which is... Uh, that was a new... <laughs> that was a that was a new addition. It's a one off. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> I, like, I may be misunderstanding the lyrics to that song. Which song are we talking about? Sweet Home Alabama. Certainly oh. seems like you would be. be- yeah, but you like- think? But like they like they like they take the time to like attack George Wallace in the middle of the song. <laughs> Interesting. That's right. That was the name of the like last separate but equal governor, right? In Alabama, I, I think he's the one that like you're guarded really, the you're really digging doors. deeper on Alabama than uh, uh, that sounds right. Wallace is the name I associate with the guy who's like segregation forever. Yeah, yeah, segregation in our time, segregation in our something, segregation forever. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I have two questions for Mike. If we can move on, <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, all right. you don't want to talk about segregation anymore. <laughs> I mean, we can certainly circle back, but these have been on my mind since before we started recording. Okay, one, uh, devotees will remember. Uh, that Mike has been complaining about his seating situation for the last several episodes. <laughs> yes, Mike is now in a different chair. In fact, his original chair, I believe. Am I in a different? Am I in a different chair? I think no. I think he's in the same chair. Yeah, what this are you talking his, about? This is his normal chair. No, but he for a couple episodes he was in not that chair, and he complained that that chair was like leaning weird on the floor. Right? No, I think I I feel like. This is just an example of Dan being too caught up in his own world to really listen to somebody. The problem with the chair is the fact that it's on wheels and there's a specific grade going downward behind me. So, like, I can potentially roll away at any po- at any moment unless I really, uh... Although now I do kind of remember something about Thank having to you. hold myself up. You were where you were sitting on a different chair, at least for one episode, and you complained about oh, it. Oh, I think forever. I was in one of those loungers. Yeah, maybe. Those loungy chairs. Yeah, a lounge chair, as it were. Yeah, where the back is like way back. 
I also have that same problem with like office chairs. I don't want to be like uh, forced to lean back for my ergonomics. It's never felt good. I mean, you shouldn't, oh, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, you like want to sit forward on your chair and keep your back straight and you know use your own core. Yeah, that's the correct thing to do. Yeah, I'm about my core. I sh- I would like to be more about my core. My entire spinal column is destroying itself. What? Oh yeah, mine is too. <laughs> sure, but like I just like to think about it a lot. You like? Oh sure, you like you like to just think about your core. Yeah. What's I'm your like, spinal column doing? I don't know, just hurting a lot because I'm getting older and sitting for eight hours a day in an office. Yeah. Yeah, I got the sciatica. That might be what I have too. Isn't that like a nerve pinch or something? Yeah, it's a, it's just a back nerve thing. Yeah. Anyway, second question for Mike. All right, Mike, you have not one but two dog Spines? poop bag dispensers strapped oh, to you right now. That's not true. That's not true. Don't pay me with that brush. What? I have one dog poop bag dispenser What's and that one, one dog treat dispenser. Oh, I apologize. Oh, oh, that makes sense. They're both. Vaguely shaped like bones, so I wasn't clear they were different things. Dog bones, yeah. Well, they're made out of they're made out of previous dogs. Yeah, exactly. It's an intimidation mm-hmm. thing for your dog. Uh, I'll wear your bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear your bones. It's hard to remember to not wear these after you put them on. I suppose they're uh, so lightweight. Yeah, I've accidentally worn them to work in the past. Nice. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> that is really funny. Did you ever offer a treat to a coworker as a joke? Uh, no, I did not. Because that seems like a very office humor kind of thing to do. <laughs> yeah. My humor is universal. Okay. I shan't degrade myself to merely be office humor. I see. And then uh, use my office humor uh, money to fund a weird defense of trump's intellect as like the most brilliant negotiator of all time what, what are we doing now what are you talking about oh well, scott adams of dilbert is a weird trump apologist huh oh sure he's been a weird a lot of things apologist for years <laughs> i mean he's the guy that created dilbert correct yeah. so so he should be a weird uh nebishy schlub that uh never uh peeks his head out he just sends dilbert out to do things <laughs> Okay, fair. Except, of course, for an occasional uh, appearance on news radio. Dilbert? No. Uh, Scott Adams was in an episode of news As radio. Himself? Where, um, no. Huh. Uh, Is he an actor? No. It was uh, The joke was that uh, Matthew was obsessed with Dilbert way too late to the party and was trying to foist it upon people who had already seen it. And But Scott Adams doesn't play himself. No. Because oh, it's just like one of those cheeky cameo things. Yeah, because Matthew thinks someone else is Scott Adams, and then it's not, and then Scott Adams is there in a cameo, but it, they don't explicitly. Oh, uh, I get it. Okay, so we've we've covered the plot of one episode of News Radio. Uh, I mean, it was more are, complicated than that, but as you we know. are legally entitled <laughs> or required to do on every episode of this podcast, yeah, certainly, right. certainly. And as every podcast that we have ever done it, uh, has been, uh, this episode is also dedicated to the memory of Phil Hartman. Sure. Yes. Tune Correct. in next week for Jimmy's in a Coma. <laughs> It'll be two weeks, Dan. All right. Presumably. Tune we in. do this We do this reliably <laughs> every two weeks. We never miss. No, never. Every two weeks. Yep. Right. Every time. 
Works every time. Colt 45. Billy D. Williams. Lando Calrissian. Keep going. Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even think of Apollo Creed. Oh, I, I don't know. I was just going on the whatever. I think it's sad that in uh, the Star Wars Force Awakens, like, you know, one would have hoped that uh, before events transpired, <laughs> uh, Han Solo and uh, Lando Calrissian would have, like, like, met up again and, like, maybe teamed up for some adventures. I mean, you know? I'm going to assume they did. Why wasn't he there? Did he piss him off again? Probably, yeah. Is Lando sitting around being it- angry at Han? Or maybe Lando's just like, I got a great deal on a whatever cloud city. Isn't there a young Han Solo movie coming? Yes. Yeah, but that's that's prequel stuff, not like... Not you like, want to see the I Billy wanna, D. Williams. I want to see Billy D. and... Harrison Ford. Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Hanging out on that ship. Yeah. Maybe skip some of the weird uh, video game monster chase. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, so you're saying instead of a monster, it should have been, oh, no, it's Lando. And he just runs around <laughs> killing a bunch of people. <laughs> all right, all right. That's not what I was thinking, but I, like, I could be like, sold on this. Like maybe that's what happened. They just got rid of an adventure. It's just like, <laughs> sorry about my friend. He got infected by a rage virus on Trial 4 or whatever. <laughs> it would have been kind of interesting if Lando had al- also been like just waiting above that planet for the for somebody to shoot the Millennium Falcon off of it so he could grab it. It's true. They weren't waiting above the planet. They you, Han there. Solo, what are you transporting? It's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Lando. <laughs> and then he just uh, comes out with a sweet vest and a cape. Uh-huh. And, and a Lobot. Can, and he can just eat. Lobot is also there. A Lobot is, of course, also there. And he can just eat anything whole. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to watch me swallow this egg? <laughs> Billy D. Williams just unhinges his jaw and consumes a Wookiee. <laughs> Great. What if Billy D. Williams is in the next Star Wars movie, but under his own insistence, he is also Two-Face, which was robbed from him for the original Batman movies? Wait, really? He wants to get them all? Like, yeah, he just wants he, to get them all in? Because, like, in the first Batman 1989, nine. Uh, he is uh, Harvey Dent. <laughs> And then in the third Batman movie, Tommy Lee Jones is Two Face. Yep. Oh, 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 I get it. Yeah, I, I see where you're slash saying. Harvey Dent. Yeah, so it's not like they hired him and they're like, but now you're, but now you're two Billy D. Williams. You're fired. <laughs> or let's maybe let's put a positive spin on it. Maybe Billy D. Williams read the script of Batman for I was just like. This is ridiculous. And then just walked away. <laughs> that's that's a definite possibility. It's also possible that his career was just pretty much pretty much crumbling at that point yeah. in time. Like the Rocky franchise had already killed him off. Was he Apollo Creed? What? No. Was he in another part of the Rocky franchise? Wait. Oh yeah, no. Um I I'm I am confused <laughs> now. I've confused myself. He was uh What it, what was what was the other thing that Billy D Williams did? I don't know, stuff. Um There was a thing, right? Probably. He mattered for some other reason theoretically. <laughs> I don't know that like uh, uh it was his wide-ranging. Like he must have he must have done something else. Sure. Yeah. I mean <clears throat> 
I'm not gonna look. It's more. It's more fun. It's more fun if I remember on my own. Vaguely understand <laughs> Billy D. Williams' career instead of confusing him with Carl Weathers. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Why doesn't? Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. Shouldn't one of us know? <laughs> If he'd done something else, like, he must not have done anything else. I mean, Otherwise, one of us would know. I mean, he did Colt 45 commercials. Yeah. I know that. And, like, you know, probably some black exploitation films or something like probably. that. Probably. Like, I think he did things, but, like, nothing in, like, a high Star Wars profile kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, everybody on Star from Star Wars was sort of nothing before Star Wars. And... Only Harrison Ford continued to be something thereafter. I'm not sure that Billy D. Williams was nothing before Star Wars, though. I have a, uh, I have vague notions. That, he may have like, been like a cool '70s guy. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't have any details. Yeah, yeah. Like there might be like a series of like movies from the '70s where you're just like, oh, there's it's Billy D. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I don't think he was some like stoner carpenter or whatever that. <laughs> uh, Got whisked up to play a part, and then magically became the. I wish that was the giant story. Harrison Ford president. I wish that was a story of every cast member except Alec Guinness, and that's why he was so <laughs> pissed. It's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm a, these. I'm a classically trained actor, and I'm just working with carpenters <laughs> and gaffers. These people are all high and hammering things. <laughs> That's my uh, best Alec Guinness impression. <laughs> These people are all high and hammering things. <laughs> hammering. Great. Yeah, so we covered that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does yeah. that answer your question about the uh, bones on my belt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We haven't, we haven't really s- sewn up that chair thing yet, though. Uh, oh, yeah. How do you feel about this chair situation you're in right now? Um, it's not too bad. Okay. Like it, I don't feel like I'm gonna roll away right now. Great, uh, but maybe that's just because I've grown stronger. Maybe we should talk about the Indiana Jones franchise for like 20 minutes to in order to lock this thing down. Asps, very dangerous. You go first. I hate snakes. Uh, go first anyway. They they cut away from that scene. <laughs> Great. Nice. Who are yeah. you in the Indiana Jones franchise, Dan? Uh, I'll be... Yeah, I already called Indiana Jones. <laughs> so. Damn it. Uh, and I, I had first pick, and I didn't choose <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> but I will eventually be in Sliders also. Yeah. You can't say that. Nope. And be digitally dwarfed. Dan, do you want to be Crying Man? Crying Man? He's in Sliders. I don't, know, I don't know what the actor's name is. What? Jerry O'Connell. No, that was... <sighs> Jerry Orbach. He was like a... Wait, are we still talking about Indiana Jones or Sliders? Both. <laughs> oh. Sliders yeah. is in every universe, Dan. Oh, yeah, right. you you can't talk about just one of them at a time, Dan. <laughs> you have to always be talking about Indiana Jones and Sliders. Uh, I wish uh, I wish there was like just a brief moment in the one where like they'd cross the paths of the sliders crew they don't talk to them in <laughs> like any way jet lee's the one yeah jet lee they... just like happens to walk past <laughs> yeah. the sliders crew because jet lee is also traveling from dimension to dimension yes but he doesn't slide from dimension to dimension no but what does he do, do? what he, does he do i don't remember he pops really he pops from dimension to he dimension. just like holds his breath really hard and then 
Yep. He holds his nose uh-huh. and closes his mouth uh-huh. and just tries to exhale really hard. Yeah. And then once the air starts coming out of his eye sockets, poof, different dimension. Wow. I never saw that movie. Uh, Jet Li fights Jet Li. Sure. Now you've seen the movie. All right. <laughs> also, there's that motorcycle grab thing. Yeah, I think Jet Li throws a motorcycle at Jet Li. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Yeah, exactly. Not cool. Eh. Anyway, uh, let's see. What things that we're obsessed with uh, should we move on to could, next? Could Highlander? be in Sliders. <laughs> um, yeah. How come the Sliders crew never shows up in a Highlander? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing right now? I feel like they would show up in Highlander, too, if anything. Then yes. they could deny that it actually happened. They should show up in Highlander as well. I agree. <laughs> Uh-oh. What happens? We going into a classic comedy bit here? I hope so. Were you saying Highlander the second one, or were you also saying Highlander also? I was saying Highlander the second. That's the thing. That was the joke. Beethoven second. Charles Croton. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to free associate again. I don't remember what else Charles Croton does. The Great Muppet Caper. Sure. Yeah. He oh, Charles, my God. He's he, hilarious. He grodes everywhere. <laughs> he's so gross. Oh, man. That's gross. But if I was Charles Grodin, I would totally use that. I yes. just saw that recently. Again, the Muppet Caper. He's great in that movie. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was like... Why did you just see it recently? I don't know, because we decided to watch it. Yeah, I watched it a few weeks ago. What's yeah. happening? What do you um, mean? I think he was... You. That's what you do. You see that there's an available Muppet movie to stream, and you watch it. Yep. Did it just come out or something? No, I don't know. On streaming services, oh. I mean? Oh. Because I, I was just talking to a mutual friend, but enemy of the show, Noel. Okay. Uh, last night, and he was talking about having just seen The Great Muppet Caper. Everyone's watching it except for me. Yeah. Well, um, look into it. I just I just sometimes go like, you know what? I'm going to see me a Muppet movie right now. Yeah. Um, I do that every couple of weeks, actually. The thing I did not remember as a child, which was so much funnier as an adult, is how much the Grodster wants to <laughs> bang that pig Muppet. That no. is correct. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the whole... I mean, that's the but like that's you, what that's what celebrity uh, guests do. That's the thing is like I did not remember like how much of it was on the Grode side of things. Like I didn't remember <laughs> that. It, like I remember there was being some sort of like romantic tension where like Piggy is being, you know, like various people are interested in Piggy. I didn't realize it was almost entirely one sided though. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Like literally, he sees her once and then he's like obsessed for uh-huh. the rest of the movie and it's hilarious um is it hilarious or is it just a little bit gross i mean it's a gross if you think too hard about it yeah but like he's, this is he's groden all over that he's really he has groden all over it <clears throat> but he's supposed to be gross yeah, yeah that's correct um i think before that he was like like you know people end up in muppet movies as their careers are ending mm. Um, but I think before that, he was just like an all-purpose handsome guy that was just in stuff, being nice. handsome. That's awesome. Which is weird. <laughs> Wasn't he also like a grump? Like, what? Even as, his, even as he was handsoming around, didn't he like grump at people? <laughs> I what? Like sort of like stonewall people like uh, for comedic effect and stuff like that? I don't know. I thought he was in like westerns and shit. Sounds like a grumpy thing. To we do. keep having, we keep making the mistake 
uh, of bringing up actors that we don't know much we keep, about their careers. We keep making the mistake of trying to go past the event horizon of any of our yes. uh, cultural knowledge. Yes, exactly. It's a dangerous guess, uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and we're winning it. That's an important addition uh, to proclaim with uh, no per- no uh, reasons behind it. Yeah, but like once you once you call it, then it's yours. <laughs> Little known fact: every World Series could end in an instant if one team's manager just went, "We won." What? Oh wow! Yeah, they just have to call it. It's part of the rules of baseball. They just never do out of politeness. Oh, sportsmanship. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. What about other sports? Does it work in other sports? All but every sport but football. Oh. Is that why they're boycotting? So yeah. People are boycotting football? Cause when you say football. Like American gridiron football. All right. Like, actually, there are some sports where, like, in complete honesty, you can just agree to tie at the beginning. What? Before you even start? Yep. Isn't it unsportsmanlike not to do that if it's an option? Um, I... I think it's well, but no, because there, there's that whole like. It Wait, why? Why would you agree to tie? What does that even mean? Um, th- because there's like because of like the the rigors of a season or a schedule or a tournament or whatever. <laughs> so you're like, hey, we don't have time for this game. Yeah, we're tired. We tie. <laughs> Do they still play? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Like. uh I believe that that is a thing you can do in tennis, and then you both get knocked out of a tournament. Oh. Um, uh, I believe that is a thing that you can do in certain formulations of golf. Um, I I first heard about it, like, I, I heard someone basically go on the same riff, but in a much more informed fashion uh-huh. uh, not too long ago. And it was, like, one of the weird sports. It was, like, cricket or high lie or something sure. like that. Where you can just do that. Um, I can see that. And yeah. the fun of a sport like that is just the crowd shows up to watch all of the complex diplomatic negotiations Pretty where much. they decide whether they're going to tie or not. Like, there's literally an attraction in cricket for the audience to watch them have tea. <laughs> I want some, uh, like, mischievous commissioner get put in charge of the NFL and enact that rule just so that it'll happen just once, just to watch thousands of people lose their goddamn minds because <laughs> there's like every year there's like one tie in the nfl mm-hmm. um the best the best way to uh destroy the fabric of america <laughs> would be to introduce that rule and agree that if you if both teams decide to tie they each get trophies <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> trophies shaped like snowflakes. There would be <laughs> oh, there'd be riots in the streets. It'd be amazing. <laughs> oh wow! Like I would just I like now take that the south. I just burn want, yourself down. <laughs> I just want that to happen, and then I just want the like I want the TV coverage to continue, but it's just a slow pan across the seating of the stadium. Uh-huh. For the next hour and a half, <laughs> just watching people like process what just happened in front of them. Yeah, that uh, the like because you you can't you can't announce it no. before everybody gets into no, the stadium. Right, like you still they still have to announce the they have to announce the teams. They have to run out with all the fanfare, <laughs> like run through the paper if they want to or whatever. The cheerleaders do their routine, all yeah. of that, all of it, and then the captains like get a microphone. <laughs> Uh, and one says, hey, everybody, 
In the uh, spirit of goodwill, we've decided that we tied. <laughs> and then the other captain says, there will be no further beer sales. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are decapitated. <laughs> God, it would be a massacre. Oh, it'd be terrible. Like it would be terrifying to be there, but like just so darkly hilarious. Oh God, it'd be so great. <laughs> I love that the captain is the one who announces no more beer sales. <laughs> there will be no further beer sales. <laughs> there's just like there's just like like middle aged mothers of three just like tearing chairs out of the stadium well, floor. Be, and what's great is there'd be like there's be that beautiful moment of complete stunned silence see the entire stadium and then suddenly just one person would be like what the fuck like <laughs> and then it would erupt I demand beer yeah I demand brain damage <sighs> yeah uh, I was just talking about this with somebody uh, not too long ago like when we are when we are old or maybe like you know twenty year olds or old, uh, <laughs> uh, like it, it, it might be a slightly lesser like you know newer generation than ours, um, but they're going to be old and they're going to look back and go like and they're going to go like, boy, I'm glad I wasn't like people that were ten years older than me and barbaric and allowed my children to play tackle football. <laughs> They'd all be brain dead now, <laughs> um. Because like it's just it's just permeated the consciousness just enough that mothers can start judging other mothers for it. Now. Yeah, right. Definitely. Um, and also you shouldn't let your kids play tackle football; they will end up brain damaged. Like you just can't just can't make a helmet good enough that uh, repeatedly ramming your head into another very hard thing. <laughs> Someone else's head is going to be okay over and over and over for 15 years. Right. Also, don't let them play flag football because that's like non-alcoholic beer. It's time to just move on to... uh... (laughs) Rugby. (laughs) Sure. I mean, even rugby is less brutal. It's the fucking helmets that does it in football. Right. That and the fact that you're not always all facing each other. That's the real problem. <laughs> like, because in rugby, you know when you know when someone's going to ram into you because they're right there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like what we're missing here is like uh, we're still not doing like the full armor thing. I think the entire uh, offensive and defensive line should be holding shields, and uh, yeah, it, it this should be more siege like. Yeah. So your issue is that it's not more just like a medieval melee. Yeah, let's just go all the way. You're already completely armored up. And you're already, like, catastrophically damaging your body. <laughs> so might as well get some blunted axes and halberds. And I mean, let's be honest. The, the audience for the NFL has a 100% overlap with the audience for medieval times dinner theater. So <laughs> 100%. 100%. For the record, Mike just <laughs> almost fell backwards out of his chair as he has feared for weeks now. It was uh, it was rough, but we got through it. Uh, I am at the table. Thank you. You've come to the you've come to the table finally, <laughs> instead of just finally. taking that microphone and staggering around the room with it. Right. Well, you know, I like to pace. Yeah. Like to pace when you rant and then run out of steam on your rant because we actually only know one thing about everything we're talking about. <laughs> it's great. It allows you to uh, talk very shallowly about every topic. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the one thing that we know about 
corn, the vegetable? Oh, um, we just said it was a vegetable. Oh yeah, done. Okay, <laughs> never mind. On to uh, on to the next thing: windmills. Uh, tilting at them. Oh, there oh, you go. Yep, all yep. right, that's all we're allowed. Sit on this. Damn it, Dan. You just did a second thing. Oh, no, sorry. Dan. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I ruined I, it. I guess maybe you hopped to a to your one thing about tilting. A related thing. I just sort of I embellished my one thing. I yeah. Think. Yeah, it was I a cited, flourish. I cited my one thing. Yeah, it was a flourish. Yeah. And also a citation. Yeah. Um, the I mean, the most the biggest flourish of all. A citation. citation. <laughs> uh Yeah, what's the one thing that we know about uh merry-go-rounds? Ooh. Uh, they go round. Does that count? It's in the name. Yeah, yeah it doesn't count. Uh, horses. Horses. Sea horses sometimes. Sometimes sea horses. Sometimes at a zoo, like a like a bear or a zebra, or depends on like what type of carousal it is. Sure. Is the idea with all those animals? Is the idea that they are like chasing each other or? It's a mechanical way of riding an animal. Sure. I think it's, you know, training our future cavalry. Oh, like, because all the horses will be dead, so sometimes you'll have to ride, like, a tiger or a bear? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's more like a training horse. A training bear? I mean, I guess in the instance where it's a bear, yeah. Mm. Training gator. Maybe it's actually just, we should learn how to mount alligators and we stuff. We really, really should. should, except for they do those death roll things, right? Mm. If we could domesticate that out of them, although you probably want them to do the death roll every once in a while, that, that's got to come in handy occasionally. Yeah, like when someone's shooting missiles at you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're still acknowledging that modern warfare will be happening at us, but we still want to learn how to ride alligators. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes people just shoot missiles outside of a war, Dan. Oh, sure. I mean. How many alligators do you think it would take to, like, hold up, like, a new style uh, pontoon house? What? What? Like, what if we had, like, a swamp Iditarod or something? Oh, okay. But instead of a sled, it's an entire house? (laughs) Well, I mean, you're going to want to change your lifestyle all the way, right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, if you've mastered the gator. Yeah. I mean, if you've mastered the gator, you're going to want to flaunt it. No question. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, six. But they would have to be very large, <laughs> and the house would have to be pretty small. Well, that is the uh, that is the trendy thing for houses nowadays. Anyway. Yeah. There It'd was be like, be like an ice tiny house. Gator like an houses. ice fishing house. There was a great article uh, of like the perfect example of like the worst attempt at assurance ever where someone with like a gator farm in the path of the hurricane yeah was like it'll be fine <laughs> they're all gonna be they're, they're just like they'll be fine they'll stay here they'll be secured in our grounds nothing will happen trust us uh-huh like that and that they just like and i don't think anyone even asked them like they just preemptively were just like guys the gators are gonna stay here don't worry <laughs> this- Which, does not like breed confidence <laughs> hey bill did you call the news and tell them the gators are staying <laughs> i didn't but i can now i mean like i can't imagine like i can't imagine like the there has to be like a very low threshold for like how much like how much of a hurricane has to occur for a bunch of gators to be like oh 
I could use this opportunity. <laughs> to escape? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, at what point in time is it like, is it like, okay, I'm riding this out for a chance of escape, or, oh, I'm, I'm just getting straight murdered immediately. Mm-hmm. Where's the line? Mm-hmm. Category three? I don't know. Like, what's it like underneath water when a hurricane rolls up on you? Great question. I mean, in, depending on where you are, you get sucked up into the hurricane. Oh, God. It could be like a gator NATO. <gasps> gator cane. <laughs> uh, Al, Al, uh, what? Gator cane's fine. All right. What were you? Hurricaner. Tropic alligator storm. <laughs> <laughs> Tropical depression gator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Eventually, one's going to get named that. Yeah. We're eventually we're going to run out of G names. True. And you're just going to have to name it something, and it's going to be Tropical Depression Gator. I love it. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone, someone has to have le- at least have been nicknamed Gator. Do you think anyone is legally named Gator? There, there someone, must be. At this point, someone has to be legally named Gator. Yeah, there must be a person legally named Whether Gator. Whether they were born Gator <laughs> is up for a debate. But Yeah, I would love it. If the uh, if that said person were a girl, uh-huh. and then her parents just called her by the nickname Allie, right? Her legal name is just Gator. Well, now, it's like an irony thing. Uh, now I hate those parents that you made up. Yeah, no, they're they're bad parents. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all we're all very clear about this. They're bad parents, but yeah. Croc, what? Nothing. It yeah. shifted over to another species. Different continent, dog. Yeah. We're international, <clears throat> presumably. The hurricane? If any of the China bots are still listening. Oh, that's true. And the, China's pretty close to Australia. Yeah. What? Where else do they have crocodiles? Just Australia? Well, uh, isn't there... Uh, aren't there some in Africa? Because I know there's chocodiles everywhere. Sure. I mean, there's always chocodiles. <laughs> You always have to watch out for chocodiles. I think there's some in Africa, right? Yeah. I feel like I've seen footage of a crocodile just like laying into a zebra or something. Sure. That's oh, what yeah. happens. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're sure those aren't alligators, though? Oh, boy. Let me uh, uh, consult the uh, sacred text of the Chili Willy the Penguin theme song. Yeah. But what about the crocodile along the River Nile? Oh, they yeah. all seem as warm as toast. They always seem to smile. Yeah, no, nailed it. I'm Chili Willy the Penguin. <laughs> I think I'm we got frozen through and through. I think we got the important part already. I'm Chili Willy the Penguin. Ha he a chew. What? What was that last part? Sneeze. It's sneeze. Oh, because <laughs> he's because he's cold. Ha he a chew. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course. Crocodiles in the Nile. Yeah, that makes sense. Along the Nile. Okay. The river. No, I no, I get it. <laughs> They're warm. Yeah, let's as hope toast. So. As toast? Yeah, you could melt butter on the back of a crocodile, probably during certain days. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, probably true. Yeah, they have like real weird leathery skin, and they just sit in the sun to keep themselves warm. Yeah, do you think that they? Oh, maybe they just maybe we should melt butter on them so they're more yeah moisturized. We, delicious. And, we ride gators. We melt butter on crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> the peak of human technology. Absolutely. Eh, it's a living. That's what the crocodile would say. Having butter melted yep. on them? Yeah. Yeah. 
crate. <laughs> so what were the ones that James Bond stepped on in that one movie? I don't know. I don't remember where he was at the time. Well, and also you have to wonder, like, what were they supposed to be and what were they in reality? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because that happens all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. Or they're just like, just get a big thing. Who cares? <laughs> right. Yes. Right. They're actually hippopotami. Oh, that'd be way worse. Yeah. They're yeah. Like one of the most dangerous animals in the world. <laughs> and, like, <clears throat> kind of baller to run on the backs of. It would be baller to run on the backs of a hippo. Yeah, it'd be pretty Hippos. good. Hippos. Yeah, like you, yeah skipping across a bunch of them <laughs> yeah. is what's the baller. Yeah. While well, they're just eating melons. <laughs> is that what they, they do? Uh, there's some pretty great footage out there of a guy just feeding whole watermelons to a hippo. Wow. It's great. Mm. That I, does I only, sound dangerous. I only know about their poo thing. With the tail? Where it like yeah. flaps around like a sprinkler of shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was an episode of this podcast. Yeah, that's why I know about it. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, if you if you need a quick moment of joy, just look up a hippo eating watermelon. It's great. Does it poop at the same time? No. Oh. I mean, maybe. I guess it might be out of frame. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, you're going to want to frame it out so the watermelon looks more appetizing. What's funny is, like, you know, it puts, like, they, the guy, I don't know if it's, at like, a zoo or, like, a preserve or whatever, but, like, the guy just sort of, like, places the melon on the tongue, like, on the bottom jaw uh, of the hippo, and the hippo, when it clamps down, it seems like a significant portion of the melon just sort of just like spills out of its mouth. <laughs> so I don't know how much it's actually getting. So hippos are bad at eating, you're saying? I mean, I they have to be with that kind of mouth, right? Yeah, it's shaped all weird. Their teeth go all over the what place. What do they generally eat? Like they just crap no out of the idea. water? Or? Yeah, I, think I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Birds? They're just like, <laughs> no, birds keep their teeth clean. <laughs> yeah, but every once in a while they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they just like open up their their mouths, like scoop up in that water, and then just like spit out anything they don't want to eat? I don't know. Probably. I feel like giant things generally just eat a shit ton of plants all the time. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, that seems like the kind of thing they might do where they're just like chewing on some weird leaf, right, that's floating in the water. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. They just I, wait for leaves to float by. I have never actually considered this. <laughs> like what it's do hippos blowing eat? my mind right now. Because <laughs> they are enormous. And they're also mean. Yeah. Right. It, so usually I feel like big mean things, we have some idea of what they eat. They probably yeah. eat uh, T-Rexes. entire lion prides. Whoa. Oh, we were kind of going the same direction with that. Yeah. yeah. Where like they like they'll put those. A T-Rex place. is kind of like a lion pride, like glued together yeah it's like that's how lions form lion voltron right. oh i wish which is just voltron right I, Re- oh, Zord- yeah. yeah no but like they have to form something else because we get into lions they have to get into oh, dinosaurs right. oh man now i wish paleo like this just the entire field of paleontology they would describe the sizes of dinosaurs in the unit of lions <laughs> <laughs> well if you stacked up about 20 lions i mean that would be all that different from the elephant uh, scale that they usually use. That's true. That's true. They That's legitimately weird. just show stacked elephants when they want to say but that, how. But big what I'm saying is not stacks of lions. Like specifically, how many lions would it take to reach achieve that shape of dinosaur? How many lions glued together? Exactly. Twelve point eight lions. <laughs> exactly. And then they always have to diagram it out. Like that's what you, that's what all paleontology doctorates theses are. Is they have to like. Draw out a glued lion pile. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to limit this to dinosaurs. I want astronomers <laughs> to do this. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. How big is Jupiter? Twelve point seven trillion lions <laughs> glued together in volume. It's about 
Uh, <laughs> it's about uh, 50.98 lion masses. Yeah. Oof. Ooh. Uh, LMUs, lion, lion mass <laughs> units. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, I know that what we're talking about is very important, but I also just remembered a very important public safety, not safety, public... <laughs> Service? Uh, service announcement. All right. Okay. To give to all of our listeners, because this podcast comes out today, and I just recently noticed that we are currently at peak candy, uh, peak pre-Halloween candy buying time. What does that mean? Oh. It means that, like, it's not close enough to Halloween that they've actually made the sales less good, because they know you're going to buy it anyway. Oh. But they've got all of their uh, candy sales happening to remind you of Halloween. So you're saying there's a high oh. selection- but they haven't jacked up the price yet. Yeah. I see. Ooh. This is exciting. Like Kit Kats, which like almost like the normal Kit Kat bag almost never goes on sale. Uh-huh. But right now it is. Uh-huh. It's candy time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we found a title for the episode. <laughs> it's candy time, baby. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> I was excited about it. Like, did you just realize this just now, or were you at a store and were well, like, I mean, look at all this candy? Yeah, my original realization was, oh, these Kit Kat bags that are never on sale are actually on sale. I'm going to buy some. <laughs> did you say to yourself, it's candy time, baby? <laughs> I did not. That was realized in real time, just right now. here. So you didn't even announce it to the, to the person that in checked you out? In approximately three lion seconds. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Or LTUs, Lion Time Units. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but I'm assuming when you go back to the store and yeah. get another bag of Kit Kats, right. you will say, it's candy time, baby. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, you have to at least say it to the person that checks you out. It's candy LTUs, baby. Uh, I like I, I like it better if you're not saying it to anyone in particular. Like, you just pick up the bag of Kit Kats, consider it with joy, and just say loud enough for other shoppers to hear, it's candy time, baby. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, even if I were going to say it to the cashier, that would just be the robot that I, oh sure, that I rub all of my groceries on, <laughs> so that it will let me buy them. I don't, I don't feel like you have to put it that way. <laughs> That's the process. You rub food on this robot, and then it charges <laughs> you for it. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, so we have we have time for this story now oh. uh, before before it's time to go. Okay. So I was uh I was out of town for a little while. I was staying with a friend of mine. Yeah. Um uh how many lions out of town were you? <laughs> 1.3 Great. Um uh staying staying with a friend of mine. Uh we had eaten pizza the night before. Sure. Uh the next morning, uh there was two slices of pizza left. He said, uh uh he said, "Hey, would you like one of these slices of pizza?" And I said, "No, thanks." And he just goes, all the pizza for me. <laughs> he puts them in the he puts them in the toaster oven because uh-huh. he can't eat cold pizza because he's a douche. Uh-huh. Um, uh, <laughs> well, like he's uh, like he's too accustomed to his Ivy League school hot pizza. Pretty much. Um, uh, These elitists out there, they want to tell you you can only eat pizza at a certain temperature. So. While they're in the while the slices are in the toaster oven, yes, he gets like a fancy butcher block cutting board and mm. sets it on the counter okay. next to the toaster mm. oven. This is right. finds a fanciest plate 
uh, retrieves the pizza from the toaster, yeah. puts it on the plate, yeah. spends a little too long centering it on the cutting board. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, gets his like flaky sea salt thing and does that thing where you pinch it out of your fingers from way too high yep. down onto the food like yep. a like a douche chef. Yeah. He's he's Why salting, is he salting the pizza? pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had he had red pepper flakes in mm-hmm. much the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they sort of so both of them sort of dot the plates as I well. I mean, I understand the red pepper flakes is a I'm thing still for pizza, but unclear on the butcher block? Does um, that come back into play? No, it's just a thing that he set his plate on on the uh, on the cupboard. Is uh, that like, so when he did the salt and chili shower i think i think that was i think that was the oh, idea then he can just like cart the salted butcher block over to wherever he wants to dispose of this excess salt yes right he then gets out a cloth napkin Ooh. that he folds like Ooh. it's for a place setting well um does he put but does he put it in one of those rings no those napkin rings? no he does like that that's actually like, what they're called napkin rings yeah <laughs> he does it like that you know like that like taco shape you know oh, the, oh. uh and he sets it next to the he sets it next to the butcher block and then, like, just like sniffs the pizza for like too long, <laughs> um, and he goes, "Oh shit, I almost forgot." He goes to the fridge and grabs what uh, was later clarified to be his last remaining Coke Zero. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, sets it down, opens the Coke Zero, does not drink it, unfolds the napkin that he just fold folded. Right. Uh, takes a brief sip of uh, Coke Zero and then says, "Alexa." Play Danger Zone, Volume Sixty, <laughs> <laughs> and then just proceeds to dance while eating his pizza <laughs> in his fancy setup at his cupboard. Wow, what an experience! Fancy setup at his. Cu- Wait, so is he eating it? He's standing at the cupboard. <laughs> so he goes through this huge ritual, but still eats in the kitchen like a bachelor. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Again, why are you salting your Look, pizza? it wasn't me. People, I've heard of other people doing this. Why? I don't know. I relayed a story. It's a very salty product. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I've seen it happen before and I don't get it. I don't like salt to anything. I don't add salt to nothing. What's wrong with it? Are you a slug? What's your problem? I might be a slug. Hmm. Strange. I don't think I don't like- how wealthy you would have been in olden times, though. <laughs> Like if you had oh, just a, hoarding, just your hoarding salt. salt. Yeah, my entire my entire salt ration. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you would have ruled parts of Europe. Yeah, I would have so hard with my uh, with my good blood pressure. I mean, and... until the winter came by, and you didn't have any food left. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, after everything rotted away, uh, I could. I, you could smoke it. I guess you could. Like, you're okay with smoking? Yeah. Okay. I think if we know anything. Oh, about Steven Montenegro. Shit, that he's okay with smoking. That's true. Yeah. Um, you can't really pickle things without salt either, can you? I don't. It's a great I don't question. Know. It's, a great it's never question. really come up in my life. No, me neither. I've never pickled anything. I do love pickles. Yeah, me either. I pickled some things. I'm pickling yeah. a thing in, in my fridge I think right now. Pickling required vinegar. Do you have to have salt? I think you might. Like, I mean, you need some sort of salt product. What I about think. iced cream? I understand you use salt for iced cream as well. That's true. Sometimes oh, that's you use true. salt. True, I do like iced cream as well. I guess I, I guess I oversold how much I don't like salt. <laughs> I mean, you just don't. You just don't want to add salt. You, I just, yeah, yourself. I don't want additional. Salt. You never, pl- you never deliberately place salt upon food. Yeah, I, you consider salt placement beneath you. Yes, that's something that I want to have already had done for me. I see. Because mostly what I eat is pickles and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one at a time. <laughs> sure. All right. Normally. 
Wow. Yep. Huh. Well, we did a great job today, you yeah, guys. Yeah, we did. Uh, Came back from our reliable two-week hiatus swinging. Yeah. Hiatus yeah. swinging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone have things that they're doing? Yes, oh, I do. Right. Michael, thank you so much. You're welcome. Friends, yes. if you're free on Wednesday evenings through now through October. Are you selling me a Bible? Yeah. <laughs> now through October at 8 p.m., find your way over to Huge Theater where you will be delighted by the improvisational absurdity of Guts and Teeth featuring me and several other people that you probably like if you've ever been to Huge Theater before. Where did Guts and Teeth uh, derive its name from? I don't remember. Some conversation we had. All right. Uh, two body parts. They're fun. It's a fun group. It's fun. Come have fun. With fun. 8 p.m. Huge theater. Now with fun. 31st in Lindale. $7. Between $7 and $8. $7.50. It might. I think it's 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 definitely two zeros. I don't remember which number comes before it. It's fine. Less, one thousand less than ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's also three other groups, so you get a smattering of good times for less than ten dollars. <laughs> I bet it's eight dollars then. It's probably two dollars per group. Ooh, that makes sense. Yep. That would make sense. Look at that. Instead of what, like one seventy-five per group. That doesn't make any God. sense. A dollar for guts, a dollar for teeth. Hey, yep. that should be our tagline. No, it shouldn't. No, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> that's all. Uh, you can see me on stage uh, when Late Nights Minneapolis returns September 24th at the Phoenix Theater. Wow. At 7.30. Wow. At a Sunday, September 24th at the Phoenix Theater at 7.30. <laughs> I do not know the cost. Yay. Less than $20. It is less than $20. I know that for a fact. Cool. I'm almost certain it's more than 10, but it's worth it. Yeah, you get sketch. And, and talk. A, and talk. A, and a band. And a band. band. A live there be, band. There will be interviewing. Special guests. Or at uh, least one. Yeah, one special guest. One special guest. September's guest is. Some impromptu banter. Uh, much better than this impromptu banter, because we've actually written it and they're pretending it's impromptu. <laughs> what? Um, uh,. Uh, this this month's guest is uh, storyteller and SEIU local union president Javier Murillo. Oh, neat! Yeah, I've already forgotten when this is happening. September twenty fourth, hey. seven thirty p.m. at the Phoenix Theater. Unless it's at seven p.m., just show up at <laughs> seven. <laughs> Look, everybody, just show up at seven. You'll either have a casual time finding your seat, or you'll be desperately rushed into the house very quickly. <laughs> Yes. Either way, though, you can watch the show. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, you can always see me at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every Thursday night at Galactic Pizza. Uh, sign up at 9.30. <laughs> Shows at 10. Uh, ooh, uh, let's see. There was an important piece of information I needed to give. Oh, uh, what is it? Uh, what would something about what would I do there? Activities. Yeah, what would happen there? while uh, I'm there? Don't prompt me. I can do this. Uh I just don't want to wait for you to do it. <laughs> it's telemetry and... Uh, don't want to wait for Mike. 
You'll laugh your blast off. Ah. Ah. What a payoff. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, that paid off well. Thank you, can, Dan, sang some interstitial music. Yeah, and you can see that level of effort and payoff every <laughs> Thursday night at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Shows a 10, sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off. I've see, heard. Dan and I are better at this than you. Yeah. Also, there's pizza there. Yeah, there is. Oh, it's true. You can eat pizza. But probably not while listening to Danger Zone. There's pizza there? There's pasta? Probably not, yeah. There's beers. There's more beers. Oh, really? There's more beers. They've expanded their beer selection? And they have a happy hour now. Oh. oh. During the open mic? Yeah. Well. Or at least during sign-up. I can't remember if it extends the whole time or not. Oh, so it's just for the comedians to get drunk <laughs> beforehand? <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, like comics are the people that are most likely to not drink full-price beers, but definitely drink $1 off beers. Oh, that's Absolutely. a fair point. That yeah. is actually good business sense on the Galactic Pizza management. Yes. Great. Yeah, yep. it is. It's pretty great. Beers and laughter. And pizza, if you want. Yeah. Uh, f- I, I don't know if they have salt on the tables at Galactic Pizza, but <laughs> one would imagine. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they've salt on the table. Every- they serve it's not salads. like they're only serving pizza there. That's true. There's yeah. a wide range of delicious uh, appetizers and entrees. Yeah, and true. salads and junk. Yeah, yeah. if you want to salt your salad, you might. Some people do. Really? Yeah, I don't care for it either. There's also pastas, you know? They got sure, pastas. I guess you might maybe salt your pasta. It's something. I don't know. Shut up, Dan. Brownie. Yeah. You could salt your brownie. You don't have to use the salt. It's just <laughs> nice to have it as an option. Yeah. Mike and I have turned on you. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> then I guess it's a successful episode of How Bad Cast. How Bad Cast. How Bad Cast. We're oh, anti-segregation. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that right? Uh, Yeah. Great. On How Bad Cast. Mm-hmm. Alexa, play Danger Zone. <laughs> Volume 60. Is that loud? I don't even know. I think so. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty loud. <laughs> it's probably out of 100 or something. Oh, yeah. sure. We're gone. <laughs>